What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking at Business. Let's go. Hey guys, Megan here. This episode is going to be a little different. This is actually a reading of a blog post I have written because I want to make sure that I'm delivering as much valuable content to you as possible. And if you only know me from my podcast, then you probably don't know a lot about my blog and vice versa. So it's my goal to just make sure that I'm giving you as much value as possible. Hence this blog post episode. Now, this is going to be read by Lisa. And to be totally transparent, uh, I was going back and forth on if I should let you know that Lisa is AI. Uh, She is not a real person. She is artificial intelligence who uh, reads these blog posts. But um, I figured that it would probably just be better to be transparent with you that this isn't a real person. This is an AI uh, app, but I don't want that to, I guess, cloud your take of this information because I picked this blog post because I thought it was really valuable and wanted you to learn it in this month when we're talking about similar things. So I hope that you'll be able to look past the sometimes robotic voice of Lisa and instead ingest the content. And I promise that we're going to get better with this and make it less choppy, but figured that it was best to just be totally upfront and tell you that this is my content read by AI and the goal is to just make sure that you're getting as much value as possible. So I hope that you'll be able to kind of, you know, overlook a little of the details uh, with her voice. Thank you so much. I will talk to you guys in our next episode. Ending my series on New Year's business resolutions with the biggest one yet, getting your new business launched. Launching is the hardest one of all, I think. Getting out of your own way and releasing your hard work into the world is incredibly difficult. I'm guilty of getting caught in the avoidance trap that comes along with it. Sometimes, it feels like your product, service isn't good enough for release, or that it will fail and embarrass you. Or maybe you think you don't have the authority to launch the business you want because who would want to pay to hear what you have to say? Honestly, this is something I still struggle with, too, and I've been running my own businesses for more than a decade, holy shit, what a realization. 
It can be incredibly anxiety-inducing and nerve-wracking to release something you've worked so hard on and have it judged or what you feel as judgment. Getting your new business launched. Here's how I cope with getting over the fear of launching and get my products out there. 1. Make a plan. I've learned the hard way, repeatedly, that a successful launch of a product is one that is well planned and thought out. I've been known to just keep things to myself and have a surprise launch, a la lemonade. However, very few of us have the cloud of Beyonce so surprise launches rarely work to our advantage. A better method, instead, is to let the world know to expect a new product, service. And tell them why they're going to want to pay attention. Set a launch date a few months ahead of time and work backward from there. By the way there's a launch checklist in the members library that can help you get this all scheduled out. 2. Don't hide from the failure. There's that trope that the word fear is actually an acronym that stands for false expectations appearing real which I've always thought was a little hokey but that doesn't make it a lie. Instead of being afraid of failure I've found a better way is to call failure out and face it. Make a list of the worst things that could happen that you would consider a failure for your launch. Like, go way overboard and list out the most absurd things. Maybe your house explodes because you hit publish on your new website. Maybe your dog gets hit by a car while you're loading your new products into the trunk on your way to a trade show. Are these realistic at all? Not really. But now you've faced the ridiculous outcomes so now you can realize that your launch failing wouldn't actually be the end of the world. If your launch isn't as successful as you hoped, take the things you've learned from it and utilize that for the next launch. The failure isn't permanent and shouldn't be the thing that stops you from realizing your dreams. 3. Let yourself be vulnerable, it will help your sales. I love that we're in a time where entrepreneurs are opening up to their fans. I think that's one of the best uses of social media, showing the flaws and the things that make us all human. Let yourself be open with your fans about why you felt this launch was necessary and how much you love what you're doing. Talk about the struggles you've had and how it's led you up to this point. Let them know you're nervous and that you put a lot of love behind your new thing, whatever it is. As skeezy as it feels to type this, it's still true, utilizing vulnerability as a sales tactic in this time of marketing has huge benefits. Pretending you're great, everything's great, and nothing bad is happening makes customers feel like you're not being truthful with them. So remember that a customer isn't buying a product, they're buying into you and a story. 4. Keep in contact with an accountability buddy. I have a business coach who I speak with every other week. I can tell you that approximately 75% of our conversations are her talking me out of my limiting beliefs and poor self-talk and that the money I've invested in her has paid off dividends because of that alone. So I heavily suggest you keep someone in the loop about your business. Someone who can keep you accountable and make you commit to action. Be it a business coach like me or another entrepreneur you're friendly with who understands the struggle and can keep you in check. 5. Understand that launching is not final. Lastly, remember that whatever you're launching isn't the final form. If you get bad traction, poor feedback, or low sales, these can be utilized to bring the product, service back with version 2.0. Perfection should not be a roadblock for launching. Launch a minimum viable product, MVP, to get it out into the world and tweak it as you get more information, experience, and feedback.